My name is Ayola Suleiman and I'm your host for today. Hello ladies. Hi. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, as we've discussed before, I've got two amazing women here today. Would you like to go around and introduce yourselves and say how long you've been married for, please? Hi everyone, my name's Samira. Um, I have been married for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I got married when I was Couples. 18. <laughs> wow. That was my next question. And, like, um, how old yeah. I've been married for 10 years and I've got two children. Got a four-year-old son and a two-year-old oh. daughter, and yeah, that's me. Fabulous! Wow, <laughs> I, I'm blessing, and Hiya. I've been married for eight months now. Oh. Have I got dates right? Seven to eight months. <laughs> eight <laughs> months. Eight months on eleventh. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. My name is Ayola Suleiman. I said before, I've been married for f- going four years now. I have a little baby. He's six months old, and he's teething. Oh, oh. oh. yeah. Okay. So, I think that's, that's a long a and short of a conversation. <laughs> Right, so um, today we're discussing wives' tales. Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the idea behind it is just to discuss marriage and um, what it is for yourselves, and we'll kind of delve in from there on. Okay. So my first question um, is: Before you got married, we'll start from a single them. Mm-hmm. How long were you dating your partner, your husband? Now, can I go first? Um, yeah, can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I met him, we met in church and okay. we met when I was 16 okay. and we dated for literally just one year, exactly wow. one year really? to the date and yeah. we got married. Oh wow, so when did you get engaged? So we got engaged after eight months oh. and we set a date and it was three months later and we got married. Wow, wow, wow. wow. So yes. it was quick. <laughs> yeah, um, well I never... Was my husband, he was my first relationship. Okay. Um, and we got engaged after seven months. Um, and then we got married just a year later. See, I'm not that wow. bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was very quick. Like, I yeah. went from being single to married extremely fast. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, so I started 2017 single and then I was engaged and then 2018 I was married. Wow. So it was... When you put it like that, it sounds yeah. like... Well, like, last year I had to really reflect. I was like, wow, I was actually single last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. My life came real quick. Mm. Yeah, very quickly. And how have you found... You know, how has that been for you, like the transition? It's been a transition, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Because wow. um, it happened so quickly. It mm. happened so fast, but not, it didn't feel rushed. That's okay. different. I mean, it was fast, but it didn't feel rushed. And I felt like God just had to like fast track, you know, my mm-hmm. maturity <laughs> extremely mm. quickly because mm-hmm. I was about to be your wife with res- responsibilities. Yeah. And because I hadn't been in a relationship before, wow. I went from like learning how to be a girlfriend and then wow. swiftly learning to how to be a fiance and then you know going straight to yeah. married um all in such a short space of time um but I had to just god honestly it was just god that helped wow. me literally keep going because um I guess I never expected it. Like, you, you can be ready. You can read all the books. You can, like, mm. listen to all the sermons. But you can mm. never be fully ready mm. for marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that you can be, like, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly ready, like, yeah. right now. Mm. Because you're constantly learning. Mm. And I'm still learning. Because I've got a whole lot to learn. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But it, was, it, it wasn't it was an easy transition. But I did get through it. 
yeah. Interesting. And also, you had quite a short period between sort of dating and engaged. How how was that for you? Um, so I would say very similar, mm. in in the sense that we we kind of knew that okay. we were going to get married. I didn't know it was going to be that quick, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew that we were dating with that intention mm, in mind. Yeah. We weren't just dating to just date for the yeah. sake of it. So it was kind of at the back of my mind, but like I said, I didn't think it was going to be so quick. Mm. But similarly, I just felt like I had to mature real quick. Like, it was just... It's almost like you don't feel like you have enough time. Mm. And before you know it, you're just married. You're just, yeah. you're yeah. just wow. a wife now. And there you go. Yeah. You wanted marriage? Take it. Like, that was kind of... It was very fast. Mm. But at the same time, I hear what you're saying. It didn't feel rushed. Mm. Although it, it seemed it and it looked it to everyone else. Yes, to everyone else. To me, I just felt like I knew that I'm making the right decision mm. and it, it is quick, but, you know, what is a, what is a long enough time mm. to get married? I don't yeah. feel like, you know, there's a, a particular time that you can just say for everyone because a year could be short for me, but it could of be course. a very long time for someone else. Mm. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely um, a big transition. Mm. But um, when we were dating, I would say we, we dated, you know, it was kind of like a practice run because you know I knew that I wanted to be myself in a relationship I didn't want to you know sh like sugarcoat who I am and then when we get married it's just like of course, you know here's the real me, the real me. <laughs> <laughs> so we had our arguments we it was a real relationship when mm. we were dating it wasn't you know we weren't beating around the bush with certain mm. things and we had those real conversations again when we were dating so of course when we got married it was still a big difference you mm. know because I, I personally feel like we didn't live together but I personally feel like if you, you you're never going to know someone to the full capacity of knowing them yeah. until you live together yeah. so it was definitely definitely a big change but at the same time we did have a real relationship when we mm. were dating so I did feel like I knew him enough mm. to get married to him so so when you were dating you said that you had like you know the important discussions and stuff mm -hmm. could you give us some of those Examples. Examples. Um, so, yeah, so we talked about things like finances. Yeah. You know, how we saw, you know, like the roles in the house and mm. our expectations of each other and who would work, who wouldn't and mm. how much was good and how much we didn't think was enough, etc. And then we also spoke about things like children. You know, how do you sort... Because obviously my husband is white and I'm black. Mm. It was just... I knew there was going to be a lot of cultural differences and mm. just different everything, different perceptions, different upbringing. So I knew that there are going to be things that we're going to have to tackle later on down the line that I wanted to make sure we were kind of on the same page on. So finances, children, um, our beliefs, um, that was, I would say that was our main foundation because to be honest, if it wasn't for God, I don't think we would be together because mm. it's not a sort of typical relationship <coughs> that I don't... The old Samira before I gave my life to Jesus, I would have never said, you know, I even used to say it in school that, oh, I'll never be with a white man. And <laughs> not even in a racist way, but just in a way that, you know, I just thought I knew what I wanted. I knew mm. what I needed. But God had a whole different plan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just we we made we were very intentional in that time. Like we knew that and we knew, you know, examples that had gone before us that you have to have those maybe uncomfortable conversations. But they're conversations that are going to save you a lot of heartache once you're in marriage. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And yourself? Yeah. I think very similarly. Um, 
because my husband he wasn't I won't say fully saved when we okay. got together okay. um, it was only a little bit into our relationship that's when he fully gave his life to Christ so what do you mean mm-hmm. not fully saved so he knew God but not to the extent where he surrendered his life okay. to, to God like okay. he was still living in a way where you know wasn't Christ-like yeah um, and I guess when I entered the relationship and I'm sidetracking but when I entered a relationship with him I was questioning God I was like but surely it can't be this one because I've been saved for probably like 10 years prior to that and I'm yeah. just like I can't how I was <laughs> like you know a golly man yeah. pretty much close to being a pastor like, but no I, d- I didn't I didn't quite get that so I was like are you sure Lord <laughs> are you sure um, so we were but I guess I'm happy that it happened the way it was because we were able to be fully honest about mm. everything you know there wasn't any sugarcoating there wasn't like I've done this and I've done that like he was blunt he was very honest and open about the things he'd done mm-hmm. um, and the things that I'm expecting in, in a marriage so I, it came very quickly because he we already knew that we wanted to you know it was heading that direction like you know similar to you we knew that we wanted to be together um, for the long term. He knew that my values were. When he started getting closer to God, he knew what he wanted out of a wife and what he wanted out of a marriage. And that's how we ended up, like the way we ended up. But we spoke about everything, finances. We had an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation about sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and our, his history and my lack of, because I was yeah. a virgin when I, mm-hmm. him, when I was with him. So, um, and our expectations for that when we enter marriage is like, what what is that going to look like? How is that going to work? We had to have that, have that conversation mm. as well as, you know, um, roles in the household, who's doing what, finances, our tenure, like goal, children, how many kids do we want? Do we want to adopt? If you want, if that's a, a situation, how would we handle that? Um, and that we had those conversations very early on, um, before beforehand. But I think that at one stage when everything just started adding up and all the dots were connected, I was like, yeah. I see now, <laughs> Lord. Oh, I can see you spending the rest of my life with you. <laughs> so I've got a question for you, Blessing. Um, so you obviously said that he wasn't saved, saved, saved and you saved. were. Yes. Right? So how did you decide, you know, talk <clears throat> us through the process of, you know, meeting him, knowing, okay. he, you know, his, his stance, if you like, yeah. and yours, and actually deciding, well, I'm going to still talk to you or pursue this to Having a level. Having the faith. Yeah. yeah. like, talk to me about that. Um, so like I said, he was my first relationship. So I had... I wouldn't say dated guys. I I really didn't. I was wasn't the one to be dating guys like that. <laughs> I ain't got time for it. No, honestly, because I don't have time to waste. Like there'll be times when you're lonely, you're just like, let me just entertain. Then after a week, you're just like, mm, no. no. And you know, every time I met someone, I prayed to God, and I was like, if they're not for me, Lord, just remove them from my life mm. asap. And God has been so faithful in the whole time I was single. Like, you know, not up to a week after I prayed they would say something do something and i'll be out of my life the following week and that's just how i kept on going and um so i met Sten at work my husband sorry my husband is Sten. Okay. <laughs> saying it's a random person's name um i met him at work um we met on the first day we both started on the same day um but he was actually engaged 
Oh, wow. I know, plot twist. Wow. Plot twist and a half. He was actually engaged. Um, so we met in 2015. Okay. Um, so he was actually engaged. And we were just colleagues. Um, we were on the same department. Nothing really of it. You know, he said that he's... Um, he just proposed to his then fiance like about a month prior to that so mm. things were still fresh and I was just like oh that's lovely da, 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 da. <laughs> it was really nice and so you know I didn't see it as anything yeah. and then maybe like six weeks in to working um Wait, well, had you been at the job for a long time? or No, we were both... We, we both started... Yeah, on, on the same day. Wow. But wow. we weren't... It was just me and him. It was like a whole department. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that I came to just destroy the engagement. No, it wasn't that at all. It was... Um, so we were, <laughs> we were working together for about six weeks, and but we got very close. Like, the whole department got very close. We, you know, it was very young. It was a very young team. Mm-hmm. So we went out to lunch together. We were just all in each other's business anyway. Yeah. So then, like, a few weeks um, later, he... He told us like oh, I've broken up with my fiance. We've broken the engagement, and I was like, "Oh, that's a shame," because he was such a nice guy. Mm. Like, and normally I'm a defendable woman. If you know me, like I am for women. Mm. If something happens in the relationship, I'm sure it was him. <laughs> like, I'm so for women. But in that situation, I was like, "But how? Like, you're such a nice guy. Like, you can tell. You can tell." how he was by like how he acted around the office like he was mm. very selfless if he went out for like um for drinks and stuff he would buy you know the team like a platter to eat he mm. would always like you know take things to the bin for like little things oh, like that yeah. like you can tell it his character yeah. yeah and he wasn't doing it to impress me he did it to everyone mm. like he did it to everyone so at that time i was like oh like how is that possible and he was like to be honest i, I wasn't ready um, you know, he'd rather have a broken engagement than a broken marriage, and he mm-hmm. realised that it wasn't going that 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 route. Um, so by that time, you know, we were still friends, we were still colleagues, um, mm-hmm. but I was still sort of dating. I was still in my, having my relationship with God. What well, we spoke occasionally um, about God, um, you know, about His walk. He said that you know he struggled quite a lot going back and forth he had a lot of questions mm. and that's a thing that I feel like the church sometimes miss out is people who have questions mm. and when you see people that have questions you see them as like oh they're not listening they're not serious, yeah. they're not serious. Mm. they don't even believe they just want to argue but that's the only way they can understand do you know yeah. what I mean and I think that's better you ask questions and enter I guess blindly not knowing exactly why you're a Christian mm-hmm. you can't you know be saved and be like why are you saved how yeah. did you get to this point and why do you believe what you believe and actually defend yourself so I was happy that he was asking me these questions I was able to answer them um, but then fast forward to us um, you know I guess taking things a little bit further I still he he was still very much interested in going to church and things like that and you know really trying to understand but I was like I don't want him to confuse the two like you know think that he's going to church for me mm-hmm. I want him exactly. to fully like yeah. know Christ mm-hmm. for yourself so I point him in the right directions and then I kept my distance and then I kept my distance um but I just kept on praying for him. Mm. I kept on praying for him. And we went through a lot in terms of him trying to kind of leave his old life and just kind of move forward. And he didn't have many... Sorry, were you talking at this stage or were you still just colleagues? We're still just colleagues. Okay. Yeah. Did you like him? Did you um, like him? 
Is that a little like interesting? I had my eyes on him. Okay. (laughs) I had my eyes on him. It's a very long story because I didn't start working in HR and I think it just got very complicated. um, I liked him, um, but I also knew that he had a, you know, an engagement that was, you know, that ended. So I left him for at least like a year and a half before Mm. I even entertained the idea of even looking at him in that way because I was like, you need to... You need to heal. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. to heal because, you know, it was a long relationship. You know, engagements aren't easy to of just, course. like, break off. You're cutting off family ties mm. and yeah. all of that stuff. So um, I left him. Um, but then when we started talking, it was around uh, maybe three months before we actually officially started dating. Okay. And we just gone, we went on dates here and there. And, again, we were talking about faith and how I saw, um, you know, my walk with God in our relationship um, and how that would be moving forward. And then when it got to the time we actually started getting, you know, getting a little bit serious, yeah. um, that's when I went in on prayer. I was like, Lord, I'm aiming in this direction. It's going in this direction. And I said the same prayer. And I was like, Lord, if he's not for me, please just let something just scatter and fall. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want scatter this. And fall. I don't, <laughs> I don't want this. Like, I really don't want this. Yeah. It's too much. I'm already, like, emotionally invested at this point. Mm. Like, I, I don't want it. If mm. it's not for, if it's not in your will and it's not what you want me to do, please just let it go. But the way God worked it out was that he just kept on, I guess, being around. And the one thing that God told me to um, do is simply just love. And not from the... Uh, romantic yeah it's like just love just Mm -hmm. cover him and love Mm. um so i just continued to pray for him um and then we got deeper into our sort of our our relationship that's when god just kind of just took just took him like he fast-tracked i've never seen it's so beautiful when you see someone's conversion yeah like so closely because you don't really see, um, you don't really see often. Mm-hmm. So to be in that space with someone who had that conversion Radical. was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to have that conversion was beautiful. So he literally like, God took him to a whole nother level in the space of like a couple months. Oh wow. Like he got baptized like three months after. He was involved in every single ministry there is. <laughs> like, he was he was I was like wow like am I even a Christian anymore like the way he was going in was so beautiful and I was like oh this is where you wanted him to be Mm. and I was like God if this doesn't even work out I'm just happy that he found you like that's that was the most important thing to me so I was like okay if it happens (laughs) if it doesn't happen it's a win-win you literally found God and that was the, the perfect thing for me um but yeah, I think that was answer your question. Perfect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, the reason why I asked that is because you find a lot of people, you know people say you can't change someone and don't don't date someone trying don't to make them a Christian. Exactly, yeah. because what you find is they almost, they're almost trying to know God because of you, yeah. not because they want to know God for themselves. Yeah. And so you find that their their faith is really rooted in you. And yeah. if something goes wrong, it's, it's just too shaky because mm. it was never really rooted in the right foundation. Mm. It was never really rooted in Jesus Christ himself. And, yeah. you know, so that's that's why I asked. Don't get me wrong, you have to walk in discernment. Like, I would never advise having dragging somebody from the street to the church because mm. you want to date them because I've yeah. done it before and it doesn't mm. work like you or even from the you, church to the altar but yeah, because yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's true you really cannot like yeah. because you have to 
go or walk in discernment when you're doing something mm. like this like mm. you have to be willing to let it go yeah and I think at that point where you're like you have to let this go you have to be open to it mm. that's when you know that okay this is God working like my emotions I don't care for it I just care for his soul mm-hmm. yeah. I care for his walk with you so, yes. I'm, a, I'm willing to let it go if, mm-hmm. if yeah. God needs to take it yeah yeah Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Really amazing you've rarely story. ever heard stories like this, <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Rarely ever heard that. So that's that's amazing. Thank you for the nuggets you've dropped there as well. Right. <laughs> Key diamonds over there. <laughs> right, okay, so um oh, that's just brought up so much. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so obviously with you both being married, would you say that there's any um expectations you had whilst you're dating that wasn't quite reality when when you got married? Definitely. Mm. Date night slow down. <laughs> very quickly. Very Extremely quickly. quickly. <laughs> it's like, oh, you forgot to woo me. Or, you know, you've, got, you've got me now. So that's it. Date nights have sw- I finished. <laughs> um, definitely. Mm. I would say, like, the honeymoon period didn't mm. even last for the honeymoon. <laughs> oh, like, my goodness. You know, just like, oh, we argue. You're, you argue on honeymoon. Like, oh, I, d- oh I, I would have yes. never That's such a good point. Yeah, yeah. That, that was possible yeah you know, i thought you'd just be looking into each other's so eyes and nah, walking the beach holding hands you know you see it in the movies and you i just thought no especially if it's a relationship that's got god in it yeah like, no this is level that's what i thought but <laughs> boy, no. reality you hit very fast. <laughs> i was like oh okay but it was it was so good that that like our first big argument on our honeymoon we were like wow like mm. that's it kind of hit home that this is not a joke like yeah I'm, I'm so glad that it was that real because i when we were i remember when we got back to london because we went to mexico for a honeymoon yeah. when we got back to london it wasn't a thing of like coming off of this high and you know <laughs> no, it was just business as you, normal like yeah. as usual you know we just got straight into like our obviously our routine and everything but i was so happy that I didn't have that high. No, mm. obviously there was a the beautiful moments and we got to create memories and mm. but yeah, definitely I thought that even if you do argue, it would just be like them surface arguments, mm. you know, you know, it wouldn't ever get to a point where you're, you know, breaking down, you're crying or you're <laughs> I just I just thought it would be surface. Mm. Like it's just it's not ever going to be that deep. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, but in in marriage I've realized that all the expectations that I had, you know, they were very, like, fickle. Mm. They were very mm. things that it's just not reality, like, almost like fantasy, like, yeah. you know, thoughts that I had. Samira, sorry, mm-hmm. just because I know you were 18 when you got married, right? Yeah, so was, being 18, going mm-hmm. out to Mexico, you've just, you know, you've just gotten married, it's all well and good, and then you get to Mexico and you have a huge argument. Yep. Realistically, from an 18-year-old's, per, uh, you know, point of view, what, what was going through your mind? What did you... To be honest with you, I I remember the exact moment I was Mm. on the balcony and I just thought, wow, what have I just done? (laughs) I thought, oh, this is it, isn't it? I just thought, like, I've made the decision. You can't Can't be looking back. You're not going back. You invited all the family. You said I do. That's it. So deal with it. Straight away, the things that I needed to know for Mm. marriage, I learned within the first week. Wow. And I I learned that I was very selfish. Mm. I learned that on the on the honeymoon wow. you know going to a restaurant i want this i want mm. that and he's just looking at me like hey like, <laughs> i learned things you know i feel like god showed me things very mm. quickly mm. within that first week of marriage and um yeah as 
as an 18 year old at the time I was just I think I was very immature mm. I was very I thought I was mature and I thought I was ready for marriage yeah. but I realized very quickly how immature I was and how desperately I needed God mm. to, to keep me if we were ever going to last mm. and so yeah it, 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 it took a lot of um, like God kind of breaking me down and showing me certain things about myself and showing me things about my husband, all these expectations that I had. And it was just like, well, no, he's not created to meet your expectations. <laughs> yeah. like, there's so many things that God was just literally walking me through and, and revealing to me. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously being, I think no matter what age you get married, you're never like like blessing said you're never going to be ready for marriage it's kind of like becoming a mum mm. no matter how many books you read no matter how many people mm. you see having children you're never going to know what it's like until you're actually in it yeah. and so <clears throat> yeah it was just um it was very eye opening and i i liked the fact that it was challenging all the you know like the stereotypes i had mm. i had of a perfect marriage and yeah. you know what marriage is like but um yeah a lot of maturing very quickly wow <laughs> very so quickly. did you did you do was there any particular prep that you did undergo before you got married um no we had like kind of like very basic marriage counseling mm. it wasn't like a course or anything it was just okay. kind of like a few conversations that we had with my pastor and then um no, just like, <laughs> mm. I guess, you know, asking a few wives in church mm. that and I, I, I would look at and think, oh, I would, I would like to pattern my marriage like after yours. Yeah. But again, it was, I'm the sort of person that I knew even when I was 18 that not all that glitters is gold. Mm. I knew that you can't, you know, even that you can look at someone and be inspired and think, you know, I like this and this and this and like to apply that to my life. But I knew that you never know what goes on behind closed doors mm -hmm. in anybody's marriage. So I didn't, as much as I wanted certain things when I would look and I think, oh, they do this, they do that. I was very careful not to kind of idolise anybody's mm. relationship because mm. I knew. But um, That's very key. Yeah. yeah. Very key. Yeah. Especially with this social media thing. Oh so my gosh. Easy. It's, it's so, so easy. Because people show their and highlight reels like, on Instagram. Exactly. And then you're comparing it to your, to your marriage. Your mess, Honestly. Like, and... and the second you do that is the second you're losing your marriage. Yeah. Literally. Your marriage is unique to yourself and your husband. Literally. Yeah. So the second you're, you know, you're looking at somebody else's and, you know, sort of measuring that to mm. your husband and why does your husband not do this? Mm -hmm. and yeah. And making that. that your standard. Like yeah. exactly. making that your, exactly. that's what you look up to and mm. it's like, exactly. it's not even real for them. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No one puts like the fights on Exactly. Instagram, so, <laughs> no. You know, and if they one put has a to be fight, wise. it's going to be a nice very nice sweet. Exactly. Exactly. A cute one. Exactly. Why did you do that? Hey. The volume yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. Okay, wow, that's that's really that's interesting, really interesting. Okay, so um obviously fast forward a little bit. Um you've now gotten into marriage, you know. Um how has it been for you guys? Would you say like realistically if you just say one word, would you say like how how has it been? One word's a bit tough, but how's it been? Um oh. <laughs> I could never say one yeah, word. Yeah, I can't. Okay, give me, give me three. Many words. Three words. Three words. Insightful. Mm. Um, stretching. Okay. Like mm, a lot of good words. Yeah. yeah like growth. Shaping kind of growth. Mm. Okay. Like 
and um, life changing, mm. like in a good way. Yeah. Like very life changing. I don't think anything else would have shaped me as much as marriage has. Mm. That's mm. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say it's been challenging, mm-hmm. but rewarding. Mm. Definitely rewarding. Um, and I guess I think I'll use your word stretching. Mm. Definitely. Stretching is. I have been tested mm. like to my core mm. honestly and things <laughs> that girl. things that were in me that I didn't know that was there before yeah, like I didn't good. know about myself mm. and how I could be you know like the self oh sorry I'm going off no, again no, no, but the self just... the selfish element of it I didn't mm. know I thought I was the most selfish person in the world yeah. because you care for your friends like surely yeah. it's the same thing you know <laughs> the friends that go home yeah, yeah I'm like I'm there oh, for my friends I'm constantly there like yeah. you know um, if you need me I am the first one yeah. to be yeah. at your house like yeah. you can't tell me that I'm selfish <laughs> like okay so the reason why I asked that is to bring me on to the next question which is Obviously, marriage brings up a lot, yeah. like you both said, about your character and things that you never, ever would have believed mm-hmm. in any other setting. Mm-hmm. So how did you deal with, if you can give me perhaps one example, if you guys are willing to, um, deal with, you know, the reality of being told, like, you're quite selfish or whatever it might have been. Like, what was the situation? How did you deal with it? Mm. I guess, well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say the selfish element. I would say the... Um, the communication part because okay. I didn't communicate and I I thought I realized once I was got married that I struggled to communicate and it took a lot for my husband to tell me like you're not saying anything you're not mm. talking that. and I'm I guess I get to, I will then harbor certain feelings because mm. I'm not talking and I'm mm. not communicating mm. but I was the best communicator before we got yeah. married like I told you what I liked and what I disliked <laughs> well, yeah. but then once I got married I just I feel like I was kind of came a meat like I just <laughs> couldn't say anything and not because of him but because I I couldn't communicate you know those words I couldn't mm. actually express my feelings mm. um, if something was upsetting me I was completely shut down and I won't say anything and he'll be like what's wrong nothing yeah, and like, I'm fine. I'm, fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Like oh God. you can leave How me. I'll just go I'm to fine. bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When really, you're not. You're just. Oh no. gosh. And I'd yeah. be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. Like, <clears throat> and he would see me on the phone talking to like my brothers or my mom. Like, hey, how are you doing? Mm, and and he was like, is it just me? Um, and I realized that like, why is it just him? You know, and I guess we then realized that because it's so new for me to be in that environment with just one other person, it was hard for me to adjust to because you're literally seeing everything. Yeah. I'm literally being laid bare. Yeah. Naked, Mm -hmm. open, Mm -hmm. like my emotions, everything is just laid bare. And that was very uncomfortable for me. Mm. Um, Cause if I was to be, you know, one, one day and then the next the next day you're gonna see that you're gonna yeah. know that i'm crazy you're yeah. gonna see yeah. that i'm a psycho <laughs> do you know what i mean like you didn't know this when i when we were when we were dating exactly. when we got, you know when you yeah. um, proposed to me now you're just finding this out <laughs> yeah. which means what's gonna happen next like all this stuff was going through my yeah. head it's like do you know that i'm crazy do you know that i can get Are you to ready that to level deal with that? yeah like- <laughs> so i shut off completely and mm. i internalize a lot of those feelings mm. instead of expressing them thinking like he won't be able to handle my emotions Mm. or my feelings and to lead on to the selfish part 
I realized, or he made me realize how selfish I was because he is used to being in a long-term relationship. So all his relationship has been about the other person. Mm. I didn't get that experience. Mm. I've been single. I had nothing... I had all the time in the world, but to be, I had time to be selfish. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. who am I really yeah. giving that level of myself to? Yes, I give the, give that to my friends, but not to that extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be thinking about my visions and dreams, about my visions and dreams, and the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a we and us and our conversation, and it took a while for me to then start using that language and to to change my mindset that oh we're one like mm-hmm. it's us whatever I do affects you and vice mm-hmm. versa I I, 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 I struggle to actually get into that mindset yeah which led to me being quite selfish in mm-hmm. how I was thinking and how I was acting um, and not really thinking how he would you know take things or how he would um, want things done I'm like mm. but I want this like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> This is what I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm perfect. <laughs> Didn't you know that? Yeah, is that not why you chose me? Exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying is correct. Like, wow. So how did you get through that? Obviously, once you notice and realize, once you both sort of, you realize that you internalize things a lot. You realize yeah. what, um, you know, how you were so, how you're being selfish. How yeah. did you both get through that? I guess it it was a hard blow because you know no one wants to hear that. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though deep down you kind of know that you're doing these things, no one wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he, you know, first that she told me the many times that he told me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's count, let's count. Yeah, it, it took a while for me for it to go in a little bit. And to be honest, I had to, I had to make a conscious decision, you know, in terms of communicating. Like, mm. if I'm upset about something, I had to sit myself down and think, why am I upset? Mm. how am I going to communicate this how is he going to take this if I communicate this this way and because I never lived with someone before I had to learn how he best communicates mm. and if I say this how is that going to translate in his mind yeah. so it was a lot of self work so I wouldn't say it's more me and him coming together because he already made you know his mm. issues known <laughs> it was very much a self work like mm. I had to really sit myself down and be like okay bless him we're going to sort you're going we're going to sort this out why yeah. are you not talking why are you um why are you so selfish why are you thinking it's just about you it's mm. it's not mm. and obviously prayer god had to really like really convict my heart yeah. and say like i gave you someone all the times that you prayed for someone mm. i've given you someone like <laughs> you have you've become one with that person and mm. that oneness is what only literally in the last few months really clicked in my mind mm. it's like we actually won mm. like yeah we're intertwined we are together mm. like there isn't just technically it's not me and you it's us mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are one person um, and that took a while <clears throat> to, to shift but God really had to really break me down and be like you can't be like this mm. you cannot be like this because you are going to cause troubles for yourself because yeah. <laughs> he's giving us all the tools that we need mm-hmm. he's giving us the Holy Spirit to guide us but we're just not listening mm. and we do take a lot of things on from our parents or the way yeah. we were raised or the people we see around us um, into our marriage and mm. things that really go down into your subconscious that you don't realise yeah. that are there yeah. and it in, until something happens you're like oh I didn't know that was there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh, 
know this person mm-hmm. um you really think you know you know yeah. yourself before yeah. you're married and then life tests you or your husband then tells you like nah sis you know like this like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have it all together so mm. i guess it's a lot of self-work mm. yeah oh i could agree with literally mm. everything you said like literally um i think for me Similarly, I w- it's like it's literally like a mirror, mm. yeah. a, a reflection of all the ugliness. Mm. It was just like, that's you. Mm. And I think because I was 18, I was so immature, because those things were being revealed so quickly, one after the other, anger, pride, stubbornness, selfish, like, they were just coming. Every day there was a new example <laughs> of why you're like this. Yeah. And so I think I kind of just, like, dismissed it. Mm. I would kind of just put it on the shelf and yeah I'll deal with that no okay but he's selfish he's this he's that and I was very kind of focusing on him I was mm. focusing on yeah but I thought that marriage would be this and I thought he was going to do this and I I was I was really focusing on him and I remember I, I started journaling and God just spoke to me and said no stop focusing on him you need to focus on you this is mm. it. and it was just it was such a revelation it was just like all this time I've spent you know, coming to God in prayer because you kind of learn that as a Christian that okay, okay, I'm not I'm not meant to beat up on my husband. Let me go to God and beat up on God mm. about my husband. Mm. So I kind of I would go to God and say, yeah, but babe, um, God, He's this and God, He's that and and God just literally had to speak to me and say, you know, Samira, you need to look at yourself. And mm. I think it t- it took me a very long time to kind of accept it, accept mm. that you're part of the issue. It's not just all Morgan. And so when I did accept it, it was very, it's it's still something that even now, obviously now that I've still got my ways and I've still, but it it took a long time. And Mm. I didn't realise that all the things that were happening, God was, okay, so for example, if you pray for patience, then God is going to bring someone to test you. You know, Mm -hmm. if you pray that, you know, God, I want to be, you know, less selfish, then you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to, be required to be selfless yeah. and those things were coming and I wasn't realising <laughs> I was just like what is this like every day there's something like I just I was not getting it and it took me such a long time so mm. obviously in hindsight you know everything is much clearer I'm just like you know what if I would have just got it and stopped being so stubborn and stopped being so dismissive of what God was trying to teach me and show me it would have saved us a lot of the pain and yeah. the arguments and the blaming and because that it was real in the mm. first couple of years it was real and mm. I think you know as someone that's been married for a long time I would definitely say that for me I feel like it's the other way around you know how people say you know enjoy the first few years and it gets really boring and stale and dead and for me it was the other way around I just feel like the first few years was you know like the groundwork you're mm. pulling think mm. God's pulling things out of you and you're literally, it's painful, you know, that process of becoming one. Yeah. So a lot of shaping and taking things out, cutting mm. this out, and it's very painful, you mm. know, kind of yielding to that process. But yeah, now I think it's definitely gotten better. And obviously, the longer you're with someone, the more you get to know them, the more mm. you get to know, okay, this is how, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling, how I you know, like to communicate, mm. if he's not hearing me, I have to change it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I might be comfortable with talking like this, but if he sees it as mm. an attack, sorry, yeah. you yeah. have to switch it up yeah. because it's not about, you know, what, you know, it's about how the person's receiving, receiving it, it at yeah. the exactly. end of the day. It's not about, you know, what you think is right and getting your point across. And 
um, one thing I definitely learned is that it's, it's actually my husband that said this to me and he just <laughs> stuck in my head. He was just like, babe, like, you have to choose your battles. Mm. Like, it's not everything because, you know, as women... Yes. Oh my gosh. As women, <laughs> I just feel like we're literally two different species. Yes. Men yeah. and women are just we to us it's just like well how can you not like know that that it's just it's weird. almost like so, unreal you know yeah. you're, like, you're literally thinking are you, are you joking yeah. is that a joke like, like should, we, should we laugh and yeah. then yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> open the door why wouldn't you just think to shut the door yeah. like, why don't you put, you've put your in, socks you put in your the trainers there oh, why wouldn't you just put it there like if, to us it's just so mm. and that's that's one thing I had to realise like it would annoy me that but I just realised that you know, no, they're actually just different. That's they're completely. They're not doing it on purpose. No. Like I had to realize that. Oh wow, like this is actually a man thing. You're not <laughs> trying to. You, you weren't born to annoy me. Like <laughs> he, I just realized that. No, it's not intentional. And I would yeah. speak to other wives, and I would just realize that. Oh, okay. So it's not just me. It's not just mm. me. I'm not going crazy. But um, yeah, that the the first few years were definitely very um like what you were saying with um. Like kind of bringing on, bringing in things that you've picked up that mm. you don't even realise you've picked yeah. up. You yeah. know, your family, like the dynamics of your family, and mm. like for example, my family, six children, and very loud. Mm. You know, we Africans in general, you know how loud yeah. we are. Everything is. You don't even realise you're shouting, but you're shouting. <laughs> yeah. Like just everything is loud and over, you know, mm. over the top. And my husband comes from a white family. There, there was um, three children in the house. They're very kind of to themselves, and and it was just wow. Like mm. bringing that together, we are so opposite. Mm. We're so different. But um, again, similarly to you, I realised that I was internalising a lot because I I would say I'm someone that I'm very expressive. Mm. If I'm having an argument, I know what you know. This is my point. This, you know, but my first few years of marriage, exactly the same. Mm. I would shut down and. Um, I was very very immature in a sense that if I felt like there was a problem I would be annoyed at the fact that he didn't even know why like I'm annoyed so yeah, then yeah. I would shut down even I think more that's a common yeah. Line. yeah it's like you know, what's wrong with you you're asking me <laughs> what's wrong see? how can you not know yeah. no you don't know Did me you not you're not it? interested yeah. that I was 100%. just so you know yeah. like I just felt like how can you not know what's mm. wrong? It's like, no, he can't read your mind, sis. Like, <laughs> oh literally, like, like, not mind no, readers. He cannot read your mind. Like, you <laughs> have to tell him what's wrong. There's like, nothing wrong with admitting that, oh, by the way, you know, I'm not really happy about this. And I think it comes back down to communication yeah. and being happy to communicate because exactly. there's a greater good. Exactly. So when you think, do you know what, I want peace in my home, mm-hmm. it means, oh, let me speak to this person that I do love and just explain that this is how I'm feeling. And this you're is how setting I got yourself there. free, exactly. ultimately. Yeah. Because as women, especially, we like to vent, you know, yeah. we like to get things off our chest and just say you know you might mm. want to call your girlfriend and one thing I learned very early in marriage is that I, I did not entertain that mm. yeah I did not not even with my sister my mum nobody mm. I really knew that okay I'm, I'm covering my marriage I'm yeah. covering my husband so there will be times where I want to vent and I wouldn't but then I also won't communicate with him mm. so I was just it's inside yeah. literally Whoa, going yeah. through it's craziness and then it's you still have to go to work and hi how are you and, and you your know, home has a huge impact on the way, like, on your mind. So though exactly. you're at work and you're in a different space, because you've come you out of this intensity yeah, still, and you yeah. love this person. Exactly. Mm. The truth is you're just not in a mood. No. Oh, morning, morning. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You always become like a bit of a robot. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it was a lot of pruning, a lot mm. of, you know, me, self-work. Exactly mm. like Besson mm. said. Re- Realising those things and then being 
willing to do the work yeah. to, to deal with those things. Yeah. And I think another thing to sort of just um, add is, you know, as people, we're constantly changing and developing. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Exactly. Because so, I'm always changing. My husband's always changing. You always have to keep, uh, you have to remain in a place of learning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you're constantly changing. What I liked last year, I may not like this mm -hmm. year. So, exactly. you know, don't hate the person. Just try and, like, build together. Yeah. yeah. You know, my husband said something to me. He said, um, you know, it's not about fighting me. It's about fighting the issues. And we come together to fight the problem. And I think this that's is true. like, how do I fight the problem if you've got the problem? Like, you are the problem. <laughs> you are the problem. <laughs> you know, and like you said, women, we can be quite like, I don't know, because... Because we see that you've done me wrong, it's like, if you don't get this, you're just going to have to get it. Yeah. Like, let's just sit down and make you get this, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you just have to strip back and be like, actually, I do have this problem. I could have dealt with this better. Mm -hmm. yeah. I could have dealt with it so it's me and you against the problem. Mm. You know, so it, it does take time. And it's, it's hard to I mean, we're special, man. Mm. Yeah. We're, just, we're going through a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're special. Yeah. We're not special. We're, we're, we, we are special. special. We are special. <laughs> <laughs> we are special. special. That's, that's okay. Okay, so I would like to talk about... Um, some more more minor but major mm -hmm. so it's major in the end but it's you know it kind of can be looked at as minor um things that may have surprised you managed i know for me like the whole like you you're all you're, you know about my finances because i think for me mm -hmm. i would buy this today and that tomorrow i can't mm -hmm. think oh i'm gonna go and get this lush dish today and tomorrow <laughs> if you look at my statement it's like food 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 <laughs> You know, and ones, yeah. when you get married, mm -hmm. you're sharing your finances, aren't you? Or yeah. well, at least you know about each other's finances. You have goals, you know, mm -hmm. that you, you both need to financially get to. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, up in your financial business yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where you're sharing. Your, your, your financial business is a shared thing and not an individual thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have any issues with that? If you did, what were they? Um, what, with finances specifically? Yeah. Um, well... Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I think because you know my husband didn't make the best financial decisions okay. before we got married, mm. um, and as well, same on my end as well. Like I had zero savings. Mm -hmm. Like I was absolutely rubbish with money. Mm. Not well. I guess I was okay money to to, to yeah, for, for me, yeah. but not for like a marriage or to upkeep a home. Like none mm. of that. It was more for me. Um, so I guess it was hard for me to be that transparent in that in that in that space to kind of you to see all my transactions and see yeah. what I'm using and what I'm paying for <coughs> and how often I use my card <laughs> and you know I love um, the way you're getting quiet yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was a bit of a struggle <laughs> yeah mm. and then even also the dynamics about like who manages the finances mm. because my mum raised me to be so independent mm. and it was I guess sometimes to a fault mm. to the point where I didn't really try and involve him my husband sorry in in the finances mm -hmm. it, you know I was very much like oh I can handle this or I can do that or I can pay for this or I can pay for that like but he he kind of stripped his manhood yeah. away like mm. by doing that but I was so conditioned to mm. be like you don't even realise yeah so yeah. independent like I can do this like what are you talking about I don't need you <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous like ridiculous um, but I guess yeah I was really struggling with A the dynamics of you know um, who manages the finances and actually looking at that and then secondly also the transparency mm. of actually seeing everything and on on his end as well like him really having to expose everything mm -hmm. and especially after having a wedding yeah. and moving home mm -hmm. under you know such a short space of time you know it's hard it's mm -hmm. difficult um so you literally have to grind mm -hmm. um 
to to the point where you you have to be transparent, otherwise it will lead to problems. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Sabrina? Did you have any um, difficulties? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, well, so when we obviously when we got married, my husband was nineteen, so okay. we were both very young still. Yeah. Um, my husband is someone that is very good with money. Mm. He's just always been that way. His whole family's like that. Mm. Me, on the other hand, complete <laughs> opposite. I will go and buy this, go and buy that, food, shopping, wh- whatever I want, I yeah. would do kind of thing. And I would say that it was a good thing, but it was a bad thing because um, the fact that... So when we got married, my husband said to me... Um, no, this was before we got married, and he actually, you know, he exercised it, kept his word, everything. He said, oh, you know, when we're married, your money's for you and my money's for us. And oh. I was like, oh, yes! yes. Man of my dreams, amazing. And that was the case, you know, Mm. for years when we got married. And we did, um, obviously, I was transparent. He knew how much I made. um, I knew how much he made. Mm. And he took care of all the... He literally paid for everything. I I did nothing, pretty much nothing, in the first few years. And that was very... um, I would say he kind of spoiled me a bit. Mm. Because when we had children... Oh no, things have to switch up here now. Like, no, you can't be living like how like you were. Yeah. You have to buy shoes, nails, di- you can't. Mm. So, um, yeah, so in the first few years, um, when I look back, I'm just like, gosh, I was so careless. Mm. I was so, I wasn't, um, I wasn't a good steward at mm. all with money. But um, when, when we had children now, it's like them that I had to, kind of get the mindset that hello this is a us thing yeah because as much as it was nice to enjoy that freedom of you know being able to spend whenever i want to and i was accountable in a sense that it, you know he would be, okay how much do you have left and he that's when i realized that oh you're actually good with money and i'm yeah. not because he it wasn't like he would just you know let me do anything but at the same time he did in a sense that there was no repercussion mm. there was no at the next month i'll still do the same thing and you know but when we got ma- um when we had children it, it's then that i realized that okay i can't just be all about me mm. you know if anything happens god forbid to my husband what my, what have i got to show for my kids mm. you know so i would say and we didn't have children until 5 years into marriage okay so for the the first 5 years it was just poor like how i was living financially <laughs> like just doing my own thing so um that was definitely a very very big adjustment because mm. I just wasn't used to our money being together in a sense mm. that, okay, so we put all our money together and now we pay the bills. Mm. It's like, I'm not used to that. I'm yeah. used to you paying the bills and then I do. <laughs> so that was a very big adjustment. And I think what kind of made me go, you know, wild in the first few years is because I lived with my mum before I got married, obviously, being so young. I'd, I had never really had that kind of, like, financial freedom to mm. just do what I want, not really be you have bills to pay or anything like that so mm. that was um that was part of my madness in that time but yeah after we had kids it was definitely like a big transition and it was a good transition it was mm. healthy because it did make me start thinking in the right way mm. and then now yeah we just I'm just so used to it that it's our money you know it's our bills it's yeah. our kids it's mm. our you know our kids that need this and that and it is good because now there's a healthy balance. So mm. I still get to do what I want to do because I work, but at the same time, you know, I still know that I have to contribute. It's not yeah. just a him thing, yeah. you yeah. know, because I think as much as, you know, stripping away his manhood in terms of, you know, if, if we run out of money and, oh, do you want me to pay that? Mm. It's like <laughs> that, but he's taking care of all the bills, so mm. you're not bad. Like, yeah. you know, that 
that's what I kind of realised. But then also, um, it, it is nice for them to take care of the home. Yeah. Mm. So I didn't want to be the woman that is, you know, making all the money. And mm. I, I never wanted to be that, to be honest. So I, I like the fact that he does, he is the breadwinner. He's the sole yeah. breadwinner. But at the same time, I love the fact that I'm also able to contribute financially mm, yeah. to the home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, obviously, I mean, like you've both said, with your finances, you obviously come together and stuff like that. So, with your friends, they might be saying, oh, I'm going on holiday to, I don't know, <laughs> Mexico for my, my birthday next year. ETC, ETC. How do you deal with friendships since you got married? Do you think there's a difference in your, you know, your friendship, your relationships with your friends? Um, what you do and don't do? Did do you, do you find it quite hard? Was it like something you weren't really keen on and then it was like, do you know what? What was it like? Just, you know. And were your friends married? Were you the <coughs> only one married? Mm. Amongst your friends? Because I know Samira was 18 when she got married. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you must have been like the only yeah. one out the bunch. <laughs> Literally, I was like the, the first person in our church to get married, like youth-wise. Wow. So it's almost like everyone looked to us like, oh, what are you meant to do as a wife? Are you, do you still go out? Do you still do this? Do you still so it was like, oh my gosh, I felt the pressure. Mm. But um, definitely was like a big difference in terms of um, things like, I don't know, going to a restaurant or going out to, going out to eat and going cinema. Whatever, little things mm. would, weren't impactful. But big things like um, even, for example, I think last year, one of my friends um, asked me, oh, for my 30th, I want to go to um, away, um, big countries. Um, <laughs> And the first thought that came into my head is, I have to ask Morgan. Yeah. It's not a thing that I can just think, yeah, I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. No. Automatically, you know, I have to consider someone else. Yeah. It's not just my decision. So definitely, I think um, there is a difference. But at the same time, because I got married so young, at that time, we weren't doing things like flying out <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the best you were doing were going to Nando's. So <laughs> it wasn't like a big adjustment, mm -hmm. but there's definitely a difference, mm. you know, with pre-marital and you know the decisions you make after marriage definitely mm. so do you think you do you think you can keep friends that aren't married whilst you're married though or would you say you can't what's um, your view on that i would say yes and no okay because i think yes in a sense that i did n not really anymore mm, a few i did have very close friends but mm. i soon real that weren't married but i soon realized that like there's certain things that you know, like, you have different friends for different things. Mm. So I realised that, oh, you can't be the girl that I go to for deeper things. Mm. Like, you, you're kind of... It, it depends on what your friendship is like and the age and everything. But, for example, there was one girl that I was really, really close to and she wasn't married, she wasn't dating anything. And I realised we had a good relationship and everything, but I realised when it came to marital things the kind of things she was saying was just contrary to marriage. Like, mm. the things that she strongly believed, I realised that that's not healthy for me to be thinking in that way as a married woman. So yeah. I think it depends on the friend it is. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that just because you're married, you can't, all your friends have to be married. Definitely yeah. not. Mm. Because I do have friends now that are not married, but they want to be married one day and, yeah. you know, they, they don't think opposite. I think it depends on the friend and mindset, their mindset the think, yeah the yeah. way they think do they have what you have do they mm. aspire that or do they envy that do mm. they you know do they think that you're making the right decisions as a wife or do they look at you and think oh you're submitting nah not me like it depends <laughs> on their mindset yeah so, yeah 
Okay, yeah. I'm blessing. Did you, were you the first one to get married? No, I wasn't because I, ugh, yeah, I'm, I'm 27 now. So yeah. a lot of my friends actually got married, you know, pretty early, like 22, 20, okay. 23. Um, so I had a mix of friends that were that were married and some that were single. So it was it was always a good mix. My like immediate circle, most of them were married. Okay. Um, and or they would have you know babies or be in long term relationships, um, but I guess now being married, I found myself like trying to hold on <laughs> to my friendship. Mm. I think they're, they're under the impression that because you're married, like you're a wife now, you can get like mm. you know just be on your husband. I'm like no, like I want to so spend feel like time with excluding you almost. Like, yeah, let's yeah like just don't married. invite her to yeah. like the party. They think you know, understanding. <laughs> yeah. but it's like no, please. Like, like invite mm. me. Like I want to go to yeah. these places, but. <laughs> Um, I guess now because I live further out now I live in Kent now um, it's even harder to mm. just like see my friends for lunch or over the, you know mm. after work and you know that does kind of create a little bit of a distance but and you know who really has time to be on the phone all evening because you're mm-hmm. with your husband mm. or you know over the weekend you're probably you know preoccupied so I guess they're right in a, in, in a way for saying <laughs> like you know you don't have time for us but um <laughs> Yeah, like it hasn't been too different. Okay. Um, I guess it's me trying to make sure that I'm holding on to my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when being married and you actually are going through things, you do realise the quality of your of your friendships. Mm-hmm. And you do start seeing which friendships are surface level mm-hmm. and which ones you can really go deep mm-hmm. with. And you'll be surprised, like the people that you would have of thought that yeah. were closest to you when things do happen and you need someone outside of your husband mm. just to rely on they're not quite there mm-hmm. and then you realize and it, you know it's fine you, you know you know it's not my sister in christ <laughs> but you know we just don't have that relationship yeah. to that level yeah. um and it, it makes you really realize the quality of your relationships yeah. and the quality of your friendships after you're married mm-hmm. so interesting <coughs> you say this so with your marriage, do you speak to your friends, family, I'm just talking about external people, to yourself and your husband, about your marriage or things that, you know, do you confide in anyone, do you think it's okay to, do you not, what's your what's With your family, it's a, it's a bit tricky, um, as, be, only because with family, they hold on to the grudge longer then than you, you do. do. They remember everything that you mm. said, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a more of a lasting impression on the situation. Um, whether you've just forgiven the, you know, you've forgiven that fight, the, f- the fight is gone, you don't mm-hmm. remember it anymore. Yeah, but your mom will still be remembering you had time that, yeah. you know, he, d- you, you know, they really remember those things. So, I, I say you can exp- you know, express yourself, but with caution, mm. be mindful of what you're saying, and still remember, like, it is your home, mm-hmm. yeah. it is your home this is your husband um but i guess be mindful and with friends like you were saying you have to be careful about the type of friends Mm -hmm. that you are saying these things to Mm -hmm. um me personally i avoid deep like you know relationship um you know deep relationship issues with with my friends Mm -hmm. um just because i don't see it necessary in a way um i 
unless if they're in the situation where they've been there before and I know they've been there before and I can then ask for their advice but I just don't believe in you know just going to just spill all the tea about my husband <laughs> and what I, what's been going on yeah. I don't see the benefit in that mm-hmm. um I don't see how we'll leave the conversation being any more edified <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> why, why are we doing this you know yep. um but if they were married for like a significant amount of time like I have a friend who's been married for nearly five years mm. and you know if I'm going through something i can be like look is it just me am i going crazy and she'll be real and mm. say like no nah, it's just men mm-hmm. like that <laughs> yeah don't worry about it and then you move forward so um yeah i guess you just have to be careful about who you talk to yeah yeah samira um <laughs> i would say so when when i um got married I like I said I had a very like it was very clear cut in my mind that you don't talk about your marriage you don't mm. I, I saw marriage as very sacred mm. and I knew that it's something that God honours so I have to protect it I can't just go and speak to anyone about anything yeah. so I was very very extreme in a sense that it, it could be anything nope I'm not talking about it I'm not saying nothing nope before they come and look at me in church like I'm nope I'm, that was my mindset mm. and now I think it would have been a lot more helpful if I would have shared certain things to certain people mm. because it, I would have known that, oh, okay, it's not just me. Mm. I'm not going crazy. Yeah. My relationship isn't doomed. No, we're not going <laughs> to fail. Like, it would have helped me. But at the same time, I'm very happy that I was that extreme because mm. I'm quite an emotional person. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, if I was, if I had the mindset that it's okay to share whatever, when, whenever I'm feeling I just want to vent, it's okay mm. to share. I could have gone to random people and just overspilled when, and then you regret it. You can't take those words yeah. back. Yeah. And one thing I, I I knew for sure is that if you have a relationship with your husband, um, an argument with your husband or a bust up or whatever it is, you guys make up and you're in love with that person. Mm. So the forgiveness level and the tolerance that you're going to, the things that you're going to be able to bear, that person isn't. Yeah. So if I go to my mum and I'm saying this and that and that, my husband's not going to buy flowers to mom, for my mum no. to make it up to her. Yeah. So, obviously, it's completely different in terms of him winning her round again. Yeah. So, that's something that I knew very early on, and that's kind of kept me in terms of not speaking to people about things. Mm. However, I think um, it is healthy to, depending mm. on who it is, it is healthy to, you know, go for advice and, you know, just share little things. Mm. I wouldn't say deep things. I think kind of surface things kind of things that it's a man thing to do mm-hmm. I think if it's specific to your relationship I wouldn't mm-hmm. me personally but if it's kind of like I don't know like oh he's so annoying he doesn't want to take out the trash does your, does your man do yeah. something that is not that deep mm-hmm. I think that's okay but again even the, the small surface things it, it depends on who it is mm-hmm. I'm very careful not I, I, I don't and I haven't done for years but yeah just just certain people like you know that I I, I know that I can speak to about certain mm. things and especially people that are also kind of more experienced than me or um been longer been married longer or have a Christian marriage or Christian counselor or something mm. like that but I definitely wouldn't advise that you know you can just speak to anybody mm. about anything just because you want to vent and get mm. things off your chest yeah can I ask a quick, quick question because mm-hmm. um, you've been obviously you've been married for 10 years mm-hmm. so you must have had a lot of single people asking mm-hmm. you for advice or people that were in courtship asking you for advice mm-hmm. I guess what how deep would you go in your know, terms of your, your transparency 
when you are trying to like advise them and talk to them because what I found when mm-hmm. I was single was like you know married people were just in this sacred circle and <laughs> yeah you yeah. can't and it's it was so really true. hard for them to be transparent about yeah. oh, what's the real deal like yeah. tell yeah. me like what am I going to expect yeah. because they at the same time they want to protect their marriage mm-hmm. but also try and give you advice so yeah. it does stay mm-hmm. quite service level so no one really understands the real reality when you enter marriage so yeah. I guess how did you I thought Balance exactly that. the same as you. Yeah. I felt like married people are here yeah. and we're yeah. here. We're like the peasants. Like we, when we get there, then that's how exactly how I felt. So when yeah. whenever someone will come to me, I would make that my motto to mm. keep things real. Mm. Like obviously you don't want to put anyone off. Mm. So you have to be mindful of how, you know, certain words you use and just your expression, your body language, yeah. how you're coming across. But I definitely would never make it like it's perfect and my relationship is this and that because I just think you're setting people up to fail literally and you know if 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 they look at you and they think oh her marriage is this her marriage is that then when they get into marriage and it's the opposite they're going to feel like it's specific to them yeah and that's one thing I was very very cautious I say even from when I first got married to now there's been loads loads of and then there's been women that um, are married um, they've been married for say you know two years and they come to me and I just keep it real with them mm, just like yeah. yes I've been through that I've yeah. been through that yeah this and I don't I'm not scared to share those things and yeah. it's not because I feel like I've arrived or I've experienced everything but <laughs> no you just have to you've got to keep it real yeah. Mm. Yeah. you've got to keep it real because like I said it's, it's people you may not realise it but people are watching you yeah, and people yeah, are definitely. you know especially when you've done something for a long time mm. it's like they know that you've got a certain experience and mm. you know what you say kind of has value and weight to it yeah. so definitely keep it real yeah cool yeah. That's really a good question. It is very it true. Is. And yeah. you, got, you have to be wise with what you say, yeah. but without sort of, you know, giving a pretense or some fake like some image of yeah. what marriage exactly. is because it's still death to you part. And mm-hmm. you just, you know, I don't want to know that because I didn't give you a little bit more, you've kind of gone in bi- blindly and yeah. now it's like, oh my God, Iola, what do I do? And I'm yeah. never expected this. Exactly, yeah. you know. So, and I think, you know, it's important in t- today to try and help people and women. And that's the whole point of this podcast yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, people sometimes feel alone and we need to be able to help each other because we have experiences that we can all bounce off of. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting point yeah. you've made there. And even mm. if you are married for like such a short amount of time like I have like mm-hmm. and you have joined this quote unquote marriage club yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing you don't know what you're doing yeah, and I think it's exactly. okay to admit that like yeah. I'm winging it like yeah. I'm literally, literally winging it, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know it all there is no manual for it is there yeah. and everyone's different so you what know. works for you might not work for me exactly. so it's just about exactly. your own experience mm. your own journey exactly really. hmm. okay so on a bit more of a I suppose lighter. Do <laughs> you? Yeah, we're in. right there. We're right in. Um, this is more just about individuality in marriage. So when I say that, um, do you think there is individuality in marriage? And also, I want to ask a question. This is very light, but it's interesting to me. Mm. How do you stay kind of fly and slay for your husband? Oh. Bear in mind, hubby sees you in the morning hey. when you have a brush teeth. <laughs> Hubby knows that morning breath and what it really smells like. Hubby knows whether you're wearing a wig today or you really got it met. You got your wig, your hair down, you know, all of that. So how do you deal with that? Is that something you consciously deal with or do you kind of just accept the fact that like, well, he knows that I can slay when I slay. So, you know, it is what Mm. it is. Talk to me. Uh, I think a bit of both. Yeah. Like I'm I'm very comfortable when I've got my wig off. No Mm. eyelashes. Like I don't feel like I have to be made up 24-7. But at the same time, I don't want to feel like I don't want him to feel like 
oh, you, you made the effort when we were dating yeah. or when we first got married and now you've just, you know, let yourself go. Mm. But I think that comes back to individuality because for me, I like to look good for me. Mm. Like, I, I love the fact that, you know, the thought that my husband will look to me and think, oh, she, she looks beautiful today. But yeah. I like to get up and look good. You know, mm. when I see myself in the mirror and I look good, that gives me extra confidence. So mm. I think individuality is definitely possible to have individuality. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like the thought that, um, you know, you you kind of just let yourself go. But at the same time, so this easy. comes with being a mum as well. Mm. Like, there's there's a period in your life where you just, no, like, <laughs> I'm, I can't not be, oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not straightening my hair today. I'm, like, I'm probably not even going to comb my hair today. Like, there is that as well. Mm. You know, it's not all everyday beat fake. No, I, I don't yeah. feel that the pressure. Mm. But... I think it's good to make that effort and, mm. and, and make it a conscious effort. Be intentional about the fact that you want to stay looking good for your husband mm, because yeah. it does get, you know, the fact that um, no matter how gorgeous you are, no matter mm. how good looking the guy is, when you want to kill each other, you want to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm not thinking about how handsome you are when <laughs> yeah. I want to kill you. It's true. So adding on top of that, you looking scary and <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to help. But um, I think it's a balance thing. I I'm mm. definitely don't feel the pressure to, to look fleeky 24-7. Yeah. But I also do feel it's important to make the effort mm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. At the start, like when we first got married, I was very conscious. Like, because so you haven't like lived with anyone mm. before. They haven't seen you in the morning like mm -hmm. that. Like with just bare face, no wig having that. Your braid pattern <laughs> is just doing the most. Like, you got your dress. wig cap on. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when I, <laughs> when I first got married, um, literally the wig situation. Mm. I'll let you go quickly put on the headscarf. So I'll take off the wig, headscarf on quick, mm, quick wow. time. Like, you wouldn't even notice. Like, wow. it was so swift. Routine, yeah. Um, and then I got really comfortable very quickly. I just think I just couldn't be bothered anymore. Yeah. Not because not comfortable in a, uh, in a in a bad way, but like I'm lucky to have uh, a husband. Even if I look like a foot, he yep. would still say I look beautiful. Yeah, like exactly. And I thought I look terrible. Like I have no makeup on. I still got a crust in my eye. Yep. <laughs> he would still be like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." And doesn't like, it throw you off sometimes when they're being affectionate and you look? You know, you look like a yeah, turn yeah, you're like, literally, yeah. I look crusty. You, really love me. Yeah. you really love me, don't you? Like, <laughs> this is real love here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I guess that, and but I still, you know, very much try to, you know, dress up and um, present myself, you know, properly, um, and do take pride in my appearance, mm. um, and not go completely you know, like too comfortable, especially when I'm going outside, because mm -hmm. yeah. you slightly represent your home and your course, and your husband, and you don't want yeah. to just be going out just fair. looking anyhow. <laughs> it's not; it really isn't. And oh, it'll just be like you what marriage did to you. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it was like, what happened? <laughs> You do yeah, want to take pride in your appearance mm. and make sure that you are presenting yourself. Um, but I love properly. what you said about just that comfortability. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would hate to be in a relationship where I felt like I had to be put together 24 7. Because no. realistically, I'm at home. Yeah. I'm at home. Sometimes so then my husband. We share a home. Yeah. So I'm allowed mm. to actually just be at home. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And just decide that I'm just going to wear my house. Yeah. Just come on. Yeah. Walk around in my robe. It's yeah. okay. It's all right. You yeah. know? I was actually chilling on, on the sofa one day and my husband came in. It was late mm. and I was, he was like, why have you still got your wig on? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it's just, 
because he knows that when I'm comfortable like yeah, my wig is off my yeah, bride yeah, yeah. Off. Of course. I'm ready to chill now oh, like, like, yeah. but yeah he was like why is your wig still on yeah but yeah this is because I think these things I think are possibly fierce for people like you said when you got married you're a bit like oh I'm not sure if I'm kind of ready yeah. to this, so I'm yeah. just quickly put my headscarf on but how long are you going to do nah, this for exactly I mean, and you know like it's even like I mean like fighting in front I of I was just the one oh. to say that <laughs> we only exactly. just got to this stage yeah. we only just got to Seriously? this stage no no way it's lethal honestly you just started fighting in front of your partner honestly yeah wow. no yeah. way so yeah but yeah so wait what were you I doing before when you needed to me. fight I'll hold it in. I'll go to the toilet. No way. I'll go to the toilet. Are you farting in his Oh, no. why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm still a bit like, oh. But, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're all human. You do <laughs> we literally just got to this like, stage, yeah. There is a part of you that feels like, oh, you're meant to be a lady, but sorry. No, no you let it go. I'll be like, you know, go to the toilet. TMI, don't, you know, TMI, just leave yeah. it. Yeah. For a couple of minutes. <laughs> You know, air it out. <laughs> Open the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on, a candle. Yeah. <laughs> like a candle. Oh so my gosh. Of course, of course, of course. You have to do it. Okay, so we're coming to the end now. But Samir, I'd like to ask you personally how, um, what you think has really kept you for 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. So if there were any key things you would say to, you know, women out there who are going through marriage and in the earlier stages, maybe, what would you say has kept you for 10 years? And obviously forever. Um, amen. <laughs> um, I would say having like a goal. Mm. So for us, we knew that op- like divorce isn't an option. Mm. For us, we knew that no matter how horrible it gets, we might even say it when we're angry, but it's just never an option. Mm. Like we, that was that's our goal that we have together. And so no matter how bad things get, we're just we're gonna do this. But I would say. Um, just knowing that it's okay to have hard times like Mm. it's okay to struggle it's okay to go in a room and cry it's okay to feel like you know your marriage isn't what you want it to be at that exact moment but there's with everything like there's seasons and the seasons are not always going to last they're going to change you know you might be having and that's even when it's good it's not going to last like you know that you're going to have your up days you're going to have your down days but just remember that but marriage is something that is, you know, an honourable thing. Because I think mm. in the day and age that we live in, it's just like, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. And, oh, she's just getting married because of this and that. Mm. And it's true, you know, you know, people do get married for, you know, very fickle reasons. And sometimes it's not for the right reasons. But marriage is, I, I just look at it as this is something that God created. Mm. He created it, you know, with a purpose in mind. And marriage is something that, you know, you have purpose individually but you have purpose as a couple yeah and so knowing that god like destined this to be mm. me and morgan i i like no matter what we go through and we have been through stuff mm. we've been through a lot in you know in this 10 years it's not been a walk in the park but i just know that it's for a bigger purpose than us mm. you know so yeah just 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 remember that you know there's going to be good days there's going to be bad days but you're going to get through it yeah mm-hmm. and you know keeping god the center keeping god the focus and it's, it is a lot easier said than done yeah. you know it's easy to say you know keep god as your foundation but when you're mm. in your feelings you don't want to hear <laughs> scriptures you don't want to hear about being submissive you know but ultimately that is that for mm. me anyway especially in a christian marriage 
that is what is going to keep you just yeah. remembering that you're human and you need God you know you both need God you know as as much as each other so um yeah just That's yeah That's good. okay and final question for both of you would be what would you tell the younger you so obviously when you got engaged though it, it was eight months ago but still there's been a lot of change <laughs> there has been a lot of change in that yes, time yes. so what would you tell the younger you do you know what I mean so say if someone was in your predicament today and mm -hmm. you know same age perhaps a virgin like yourself or 18 mm -hmm. like yourself what would you say as you know what would you say to the younger you to have given them a bit of a boost do you know what I mean mm -hmm. um I would say be patient mm. um God hasn't forgotten you, mm. definitely, because it's so easy when you see people around you um, getting married and get into relationships and their life is just moving and you're, you're celebrating them, but at the same time, you're still wondering for your own. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, like, be patient. It's coming mm. and it will happen quickly. <laughs> <laughs> because so you get think. ready. <laughs> so definitely uh, to, to get, uh, get ready. Um, and also, un take time to do the self-work mm. um even though when you're single you sometimes you wrap yourself up with being in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship that you do forget to do the self-work so do as much of the self-work you know while you're single um even though you're not going to fully understand yourself understand yourself completely when you're in marriage but you know get a head start at mm -hmm. least in trying yeah. to understand what triggers you what you like what you dislike um if certain situations were to arise how would you react really monitor like your relationships around you your friendships um not say use that but yeah i guess use that to see your your tolerances and what you can mm. what you can really take on um and yeah have fun go out like enjoy yourself <laughs> not saying that marriage is like going to be the exact opposite but you have a certain level of, of time and freedom in a way that you know you wouldn't have when you're married but it's a completely different season not saying you're going to have it like it's going to be completely bad but it's just a different season mm. so you have this season in your time when you're single and you're just you know out here and you're just you know embracing yourself and embracing who you are take that time you know retake really that time and utilize it properly um because yeah he's coming like next the following year i would say that exactly i was going to say exactly that that um, enjoy being single mm -hmm. so I think a lot of single people spend their time thinking about marriage mm -hmm. and then married people spend their time thinking think about, about when, when they, they were single, single yeah. so I think just enjoy being single because you know just like you were saying there's certain things that it's not that marriage you know locks you up or anything but obviously just just the basic freedom of being able to get up and not having to Thanks. account to anybody else mm -hmm. and think about anyone else considering anyone else and just just being able to focus on you to come home and just nap and not have to cook and clean and you know and that is you know alongside being a mum as well yeah and a wife just enjoy that time and it's a beautiful time mm. and it's a very crucial time in your life because I feel like when you're single if you have the right mindset that is when God can best yeah. you know work on you and you know, there's certain things you don't have to deal with so you can focus on yeah. you and your relationship with God mm. so definitely say enjoy that time and um, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for what is before you. We can't, yeah. you know, you can't plan because you don't know what God has for you exactly. But um, be open and be ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
And if you're willing. single, pray those prayers of like, let God eliminate the ones that aren't for you Not quickly. For sure. Don't waste your time because you're lonely mm-hmm. um, because it's so easy don't lower your it's standards it's so easy yeah. do not you know, lower your standards if people think you're yeah. still sh- let them yeah. Like, yeah don't lower your standards definitely mm. keep it way high mm-hmm. keep it to God's standards honestly because <laughs> yeah. the right person will meet it yeah um, but I guess in, in this generation it's just so easy just to be like oh he'll do mm-hmm. yeah. no this is your life yeah. like yeah. your life this is going to be the father to your children mm-hmm. yeah um you're gonna have to share an intimate space with this person. Like, mm. make sure it's the right person. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think just to add, I think I'd say um, most times, not all the time, but most times, your time being single is less than your time being married. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to run into something that you're gonna have for longer than the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? So obviously, like, let's say you got married. 20 what was your, when did you get married uh, I was 26 26 and 18 mm-hmm. obviously there's years and years and years and years and years to share with this person mm-hmm. so maximise what you currently yeah. the season you're currently in yep. and also maximise marriage like, I like just to say at the end that we're not saying marriage is horrible no <laughs> no, no, no it's no, all like being married no, right no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. okay <laughs> and you know it is beautiful and it, it really is beautiful it's a real big blessing to have somebody that you love and you get to share your day in day out your life with yeah. them mm-hmm. and your whole entirety your whole being with them mm-hmm. um, but you know we're just giving a bit of truths about yeah, the some of the stuff yeah. that really happens mm-hmm. behind closed doors that people don't always speak about mm-hmm. so yes thank you for listening in this is it that was a great chat yeah, thank you ladies <laughs>